0: Mardi Gras! This is the Gimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Mardi Gras. Masquerade. Party, party, yeah. Party, party, yeah. Yeah. Did we party? No. No? (laughs) We haven't party for a while. Are are we the party type? No. Kind of the party poopers, maybe. (laughs) I'll party, but... I like to be in bed by a reasonable hour. (laughs) Yeah. Work comes early in the morning. Yes. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there know that feeling. Mm -hmm. Well, and I have a human alarm clock that wakes me up Mm. very early every day. 6 a.m. Yes. Pretty much like a clock. Yes. Regular. Yes. You don't need an alarm clock. She's there. She is the alarm clock. Yes. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) Mother. Yes, I like, love when she calls you mother. It's, it's just, weird. It's so weird. I don't know why she does it, but it like it's not offensive, but it's weird. It's so formal. It's like I'm, okay. Uh, and she started calling me grandmother. It just ugh. sounded so ancient. <laughs> like grandmom is fine. Grandma. Grammy is my favorite. Though. Grammy is nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway masquerade masquerades. Ooh. we've always loved masks we at the renaissance they make all their own masks and out of like leather yeah. and all different kinds of stuff i think they're so cool and you can go and try them on they're beautiful they're, they're, all, so they're so gorgeous they're so gorgeous i think that's where you bought yours yeah. isn't it no I have always wanted to buy one from the Renaissance Festival, but I've never been able to afford one because it's true. They're They're expensive. Same with their clothing. I'd love to get like a really cool piratey outfit, but Mm -hmm. woo! I want to get shoes sometime. Shoes would be fun. Get a really nice pair of boots. They've got nice. I saw I like guy clothes, but they've got the coolest vests and like, uh, um, Jackets with the tails and stuff. Yeah. It's so worth. <laughs> yes. I'm a vesty person. i do yes. have some pretty nice. cool vests that would look really good at a masquerade party. Yes. As long as your yeah. mask matches your vest. Yeah. You have to have a cohesive look. It's that would be cool. Masquerades are all about the fashion, really. It is. It's mm-hmm. very fashion esque. It is. Fashion esque. Oh, now I have contacts. I can actually wear masks. That's kind of fun. I've never been able to wear masks before because I'm blind. Do you know, I I, uh, bought these really cool masks. They were just like plastic, um, but they looked very Renaissance. And my girlfriend and I wore them on Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I didn't wear my glasses. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I even... I might've wore contacts back then. It seems like I could mm-hmm. see that night, <laughs> but you would remember if you couldn't see, cause all of your memories would be very blurry. But we had to, so we both smoked cigarettes at the time mm-hmm. and it was that like real kind of stiff plastic. Mm-hmm. So we cut the mouth a little bit so we could stick a, uh, a cigarette, cigarette in there and get our drink. We just, we just drank our drink with a straw. Um, But people were coming up and telling us how cool they were. And there was a contest at this bar, but of course we didn't win. Um, But we had these like fake uh, wiggy things and then we colored the hair, but it looked so cool. You could see our eyes. The the eyes were cut out in the mouth, but we could stick our tongue out. (laughs) They looked really creepy and cool. (laughs) So I've always loved masks. They're so fun. But yeah, before, I've never been able to really wear masks. Like, I have the the Misfits Skull mask. Mm-hmm. I have that, and I've worn that for Halloween a couple times, but I've always just gone blind. Yeah. So, yeah, you remember if you can't see. <laughs> yeah. But Ooh. that's always been a fun one. Um, yeah, I have a couple masks, but I've never been able to, like, wear them. So, my I'm- mask collection has been moderate. I just like masks kind of like on the front. I really don't like full head masks. Yeah, I don't like full head masks. There was one that I almost bought. I really, you know, how sometimes you kick yourself when you don't Mm -hmm. buy something. Mm -hmm. Long ago, I found this uh, silver fox or or silver wolf, what it was, a silver wolf mask Mm -hmm. that was super cool. And with my like, light green eyes, looked really neat and i kind of wish i would have bought it it wasn't too terrible because it had a snout so it wasn't like against your face mm-hmm. so much um but i've never seen anything quite like it since um but that would have been cool i ended up going as morticia and making a dress and stuff yeah. then a wolf but a silver wolf silver-haired wolf would have been cool have you ever been to mardi gras I have, but I was young. So I was a young kid. Um, When I was young, we lived in Biloxi, Mississippi, and we would go to Mardi Gras um, back then. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of fun. But we would uh, visit New Orleans all the time. And yeah, I want to go back to New Orleans so bad. It's cool. I (laughs) love it there. I love it so much. It's just it's got a certain vibe. Mm-hmm. Some places have a certain vibe, and New Orleans just has this kind of magic to it. I don't yeah. know why. It yeah. just does. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, French. It's, ooh, it's kind of The, the, the jazz. And the the jazz. food. The food is oh, so yummy. Oh, the food. I mean, after a week of eating New Orleans food, though, I was pretty much over it. I was like, yeah. I need something healthy. that's mm-hmm. not going to clog my arteries. <laughs> but... Mm. Oh, New Orleans food. But yeah, I didn't go during Mardi Gras. I went during the summer. It's a little more dangerous nowadays than it used to be. Probably in the last 10 years or so. And it's probably it, always dangerous. Oh, yeah. New Orleans. There's always a lot going on. A lot of, yes, you know, craziness. Um, but I don't know. It just seems to be a little more dangerous. A lot of people, they have a lot of different um, Mardi Gras parades that are in different cities that seem to be a little more Mm family-friendly, which I I like. I I don't like uh, it too X-rated and and scary for me. I'm a timid mouse, so Mm -hmm. I like more kid-friendly things. But when we were young, it was more like that, more fun. You know, we get the beads and the doubloons, they throw it at you and candy, and we had the best time. I mean, I think so. as long as you go to Mardi Gras celebrations before dark, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah. Anytime after dark, it's a little, it's interesting. Yeah. New Orleans during the day is very different from New Orleans at night. Mm. Yes. 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 Very much. Yes. So. Should I pick my first song since Let's we talked about New Orleans? Let's do it. Okay. So, now this band is not from New Orleans. <laughs> Let's they're from, make that perfectly clear. They, they're from one of the Carolinas. I forget if it's north or south, but they're from that side. The Carolinas. The Carolinas. But this band is probably one of my favorite bands I've ever seen live. I haven't seen they're, that. they so good. I was babysitting that night. I appreciate you greatly. <laughs> um, and that band is the Squirrel Nut Zippers, which actually was a candy bar back in the day. And that's where they got their name. Yes. It's like a peanut-covered caramel thing. Yeah. Now it's called Snickers? Maybe. I think it was more <laughs> like a baby. I think Ruth. it was a nougat. Yeah. Or something in something. there. Yeah. You can still buy them at certain, like, fancy I've old school. We have that uh, candy store candy that has all, like, vintage candy down yeah. there. That That's probably where you could find it. Exactly. But anyway. I don't even remember. What is what is the name of that candy store? Rocket Fizz. That's it. Rocket ah. Fizz. Boy, it's been centuries since it's been down. It feels like it really feels like it. I haven't been in there in a long time. I just remember the last time I was in there with my boyfriend. Bailey and he bought those like weird like candy cricket snacks and I'm just like "Mm." Mm -hmm. I love to go there before a birthday party though and get just some kind of Mm -hmm. unusual candy that nobody gets we also got some like really weird sodas that were just fun Mm -hmm. but then I had to watch me crickets and I still don't know how I feel about that (sighs) yeah I'm not a bug eater uh, I'd eat grass right. before i yeah, no nope. insects. I'm, I'm not about the insects. Anyways, this is Carnival Joe from Kokomo. Oh! By wait. the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Let's go. Carnival Joe from Kokomo. By the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Whee! So fun. So I will see that band one day. One of my favorite bands I've ever seen live, and I've seen a lot of bands, been to a lot of shows, and they are one of my favorites I've seen live because they're so fun. Mm -hmm. They're so much fun. I really want to go see them again. Yeah. Because I just dance the whole night. They have such good energy and they're so much fun, and it feels like you're in New Orleans Even though they're not from New Orleans. But they just have such a good old vibe. That's just fun. They're so fun. I also like uh, seeing Abney Park. Steampunk. Yes. Steampunk is fun. They dress up and everything. And uh, Captain Robert is my birthday twin. Woo! (laughs) They are so much fun to see. So there's another one to, if you are looking for something kind of, Fun and unusual, and uh, I like the steampunk vibe, uh, too, too, and me the too. way they dress. And I uh. like the, and I've talked about this before, but I really like the merging of old styles and new styles. I think it's really, really fun. So I love when bands do that kind of stuff. Me, too. So steampunk bands are so fun. They're few and far between and hard to find, but you can find them, and they do exist. Yes. So, not that Squirrel Nuts are versus... Technically a steampunk band. No. They don't really fit anywhere. Thing really. They're thing. kind of big band, but not really. Yeah. They don't really. Kind of has a jazzy s- style, but not really. But it's not yeah. ska. It's, and it's not really ska. And they've been they considered their own. It's punk? Their own Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times they're like thrown in with punk bands, which also doesn't make sense That's because they're not like, a punk band. It's like a vintage. Yeah. punk. I guess if there's anything kind of vintage. I mean, vintage. a like. Cabaret, Vintage Cabaret. Punk a little bit. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Is yeah. They're very unique. Mm-hmm. So, if you get a chance, go check them out. Also, um, so good. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is um, mm-hmm. another really, really good band. <laughs> I love Big Bad, Big Bad Voodoo, Voodoo, Voodoo Daddy. Daddy. Yes. yes. They also have that New Orleans vibe. Like, some, you either got it or you don't. And there's very few bands I've found that have it. Mm-hmm. It's just a New Orleans vibe. It's hard to describe, but once you hear it, you know it. Right. Especially if you've been there, you're like, yeah, that's the vibe. We recommend going there if you ever get oh, a chance. It's wonderful. Loads of fun. It's so fun. The food. The food. I will talk about it for the rest of my life. The food. Oh, crawfish. Softshell crab. Food is her love language. Oh, boys. <laughs> Oh, it's a sad thing. They love I food. I Mufaladas. <laughs> oh, boys. Salem's dad catered her sister's baby shower. And he used to be a chef down in New Orleans. And he made little like finger sandwiches, but they were mufaladas, which is, it's kind of like a deli sandwich. So you get this bread, nice bread. And you have, like, ham and salami and different types of meats on there with provolone, mozzarella. And then you have this green pickle olive salad stuff on it. It's the most amazing thing on the face of the planet. (laughs) I ate so many of those at her baby shower. (laughs) Oh, there goes Michaela grabbing another one. Basically. Yeah, I, I think I ate seven at the baby shower. Woo! That's a lot. Well, and Salem's dad knows how much I love food and knows how much I love crawfish. And the first thing he did after he picked us up from the airport in New Orleans was take us to his house and feed me crawfish. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> it was magical. It was so magical. Sounds yummy. Yum, yum, yum. Mm. Mm. Crawfish. So I'm going to pick my first song. Go for it. I picked uh, This Masquerade by George Benson, Ooh. 1976. Ooh. And I know my, the songs I picked are kind of slow, but when you're at a masquerade party, there are slow dancing songs, too. You got to slow dance sometimes this song i love the jazzy sounds of this song so Mm -hmm. no one could sing it like george benson it's done been done a few times but to me his is just spot-on perfect so i picked this masquerade by george benson This Masquerade by George Benson. Very soul music-y RB. What I like to call is just like soothing, soft kind of jazz vibe to it. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely got that jazz vibe. I like that. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got a bit of a blues vibe. Some jazz. Some RB. Yeah. Mm, It's a great song. It's good. Love it. It's real good. So the word of the week is potvaliancy, B-O-T-V-A-L-I-A-N-C-Y, and it means brave only as a result of being drunk. <laughs> Which can happen in such instances such as Mardi Gras. Yep. It's yes. from the Middle English word pot, meaning like a drinking vessel. Mm-hmm. And the French word valiant, which means brave. Mm-hmm. Liquid courage, I believe they call it. Yes, yes. Or Dutch courage is what they call it. That magic drink that makes you brave. Mm. <laughs> or pass out. Whichever happens first. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't get drunk. I go right from drinking to not feeling well. So mm. uh, drinking is not for me. <laughs> but Most of the time I just get sleepy. I'm I'm more of a a sleepy drunk. Yeah. Where I'm just like, "Mm, nap time. (laughs) It just doesn't take me too long. And I'm just like, "Eh, that didn't sit too well. Mm. So I'm not even a fun drunk. I'm just sort of like, oh, let's have a drink. And then it's like, I don't feel so good. I guess I'll go sit in the car. And yeah. I think I have like a minute where I'm like kind of fun. Where I'm like, and then I'm just like, oh, I'm so sleepy. <sighs> if it's wine, it I'm done. Well, my, wine just wine makes me so headache. tired. It gives me a headache. It makes me sleepy. Yeah, I'd rather drink a beer. Oh yeah, than, yeah, yeah. beer than, all day. Then I'm always in the bathroom. What it just goes right it through does me. Does that's <laughs> the nature of beer. But I think it's interesting that uh, you know we've talked about French influences in New Orleans, and from what historians gather masquerade parties actually started in France in the 15th century. Hmm. And then from there, they were picked up in Italy in the 16th century. Hmm. But they were traditionally French, hmm. which makes a lot of sense that we associate it with Mardi Gras in New Orleans, seeing as how the French were one of the main settlers in New Orleans. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> And a lot of times the French would use masquerade parties to disguise class mm-hmm. because they had a very strict class structure in the like 15th, 16th century. Mm-hmm. So it was a way for lower class people to hang out and party with high class people and high class people could just like hang out and have a good time and not worry about their status or their title. So it was a way for... All of the classes to mingle and have a good time. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I looked at the different masks, Mm -hmm. and there's like there's probably a lot more, but there's eleven personality masks, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And they're like self defense mechanisms that people use. All of us, all of us are guilty of having. One or two or maybe five. Right. It all depends on what you've been through. Just, you know, we all kind of have our little faces that we put on for different things. You know, like you got your work face, you got your home face, you got your mom face, you got your friend party face. everybody kind of has them, but I thought these were pretty interesting. Like um, the first one is the martyr victim mask. Um, You blame things in the outside world for your own problems. And it's a way to protect uh, your self esteem. So I know a few people with that. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's the bully mask. Uh, ask acting out physically and picking on others to hide your own lo- low self esteem. There's that. There's the humor mask. Uh, no one can laugh at you if you are already laughing. So <laughs> <laughs> I wear that one frequently. Yes. <laughs> And when I'm the more nervous I am, the more the uh, I get kind of jokey, to That awkward, the uh, sarcasm humor. I totally use humor as a defense mechanism, especially if like a conversation's getting too personal or too intimate, and I'm mm-hmm. not ready for it, not comfortable with it. Then I'm just like throwing. Oh, a joke. but it's funny. It's cool. Trauma. Ha ha ha. Yeah. It's funny. All right. Yeah. <laughs> They're distracted. Right. No one will see me. Truth. <laughs> then there's the calm mask. Mm. Uh, where you just everything is calm, but but what happens is you bottle up all that all that um tension and everything, and you don't let it out, and those people tend to explode. Mm. <laughs> all of a sudden it's just like boom. <laughs> like, ah. She was so calm before. What happened? I feel like I do that too. You're good at calm. I'm just loud and just. <laughs> Am I course, really I... good at calm though? Or is it a mask? I don't know, but I don't have much heartburn. I usually get that stuff out. So ah. <laughs> that could be bad too. I sometimes open mouth, insert foot, but yeah. I try to think before I speak i also try but it doesn't always work (laughs) then there's the overachieving mask yeah i wear Uh, that one too self-esteem equals perfection but it can cause a constant state of anxiety because it's so hard to achieve everything and be perfect which no one is really (laughs) but you strive for that perfection and a lot of that stems from somebody just you were never good enough as a kid, so you're constantly overachieving a lot. Then there's the self bashing mask, a defense mechanism to put yourself down before someone else does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That comes from a lot of we verbal mean, abuse. We now all you know that you're person. Not good enough, <laughs> right? Um, there's the avoidant mask. Socially isolating yourself for fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like doing that. People get too close to it. a That's, lot of introverts do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the controlling mask where you want to control everything around you to gain a sense of, of security. And this That's was you. that is so me, and that was my mother too. Um, she was always trying to control. Every situation, every person, everything. And so that was a learned behavior from me. And she was always trying to gain a sense of security. She felt very insecure um, coming from a family that, like, yelled a lot. You never really knew what kind of mood you would come home to. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so she... Her mother was very controlling, and she learned that. And then I I always did it when it came to entertaining mm-hmm. because my folks did that. So whenever they'd entertain, we'd have to clean the house and try to make everything look, look good, have the perfect sound, the perfect. They were always into ambiance and everything. So whenever I would entertain, same thing. Clean the house. The poor kids were so stressed out because I was just like, is it perfect? Is it? this is Yeah. You do get no. a little intense whenever there's company coming over you. It's like not company that matters. Anxiety inducing. Yep. Yes. Yes. So I like having people. I like having small groups. I really yes. don't like big, big, huge parties. Yeah. I, I don't mind being invited to one. I don't really enjoy throwing big parties. Mm-hmm. Unless there are like parties where you're not doing a whole lot of work. Because I don't want to always be in the kitchen yeah. slaving over something. That's not very much fun. But if it's like finger foods and things like that, it, it's better. But, yeah. So, uh, where was I? Oh, um, there's the people-pleasing mask. Making others happy equals self-worth. Now, I went through that a lot as a teen. Always uh-huh. trying to please everybody and that's exhausting it oh, really yeah. is exhausting my therapist says I'm definitely guilty of that because I put everybody else's needs before my own mm. she learned it from me I never have time for myself because I always put everybody else before me and then I end up crashing and burning and being upset because I'm just like mm-hmm. I have no time for me yeah yeah that's true um people pleasing has always been a thing there's the generational trauma that you pass on to your kids thanks mom yeah (laughs) my mom did it her mom did it and sometimes you can break the chain if you're conscious of it so it's always good to kind of sit down and look at the masks that you use in order to cope and the masks that your parents use exactly so there's that. There's the socializer mask. Just interact with people on a social level, but don't let it get too deep. You don't want to be too vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I do that all the time. I'll tuck mm-hmm. people's legs off all day, every day, but, but they don't really know what's going on with me. But if they started really asking you personal questions, yeah, oh, I think I hear my mom calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would crack a joke. See, would crack the joke. <laughs> yes. Put on the it, joke it, If the circus is getting too personal and too deep and too intimate, then I'll crack a joke. Grab that to break that. Mask. And then distract mm-hmm. and deviate the conversation. Nice. Yes. Then there's the conformist mask. Mm. Follow along with everyone because you want to feel like you belong. And I've been guilty of that, too. That's the most annoying mask to me. It's so yeah. annoying. It's the people who are always less like... Oh, yeah, that's me, too. Right. Well, yep, I, that, too. Yep, that's me. I'm also the peacemaker. Ah. So if it starts getting, you know, my way and better, you know, I try to find the middle ground. Yeah. So and I like to feel like I belong somewhere because I'm the socially awkward. And, mm. Yeah. And that comes from being isolated, too, as a kid, certain trauma things. And yeah. so it's. Good to recognize your masks. What I always say is just be kind to people. You don't know what people are going through. Everybody's going through some kind of something that you don't know about. So, in my opinion, just be kind to everyone And I as just, best as you can, I guess. Don't let people walk on you, but also. And I do think it's important to to a certain extent to have masks, to be able to utilize them and use them to your advantage. I think it is important, as long as you're not like lying to everybody, you know, but I think it is important mm-hmm. to be able to utilize, you know, you have your work mask, you have your friend mask, etc. But I think it's also equally important to be able to have a space where you don't need any of them mm-hmm. and have a safe space where you don't need any masks. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree wholeheartedly time for a joke (laughs) let's throw in a joke let's put on that humor mask shall we it's getting too deep it's getting too intimate in here let's throw a joke in here yes where do cows go to dance the barnyard to a discow tech Hmm. discow tech discow tech -tech.
1: okay because
0: cows love dancing Totally. You ever see a cow dance? No, but uh sure. I think on Little Vampire they were dancing in the sky. But yeah. they were vampire cows. Maybe the cows dance and Sean the sheep. They probably do. Yeah, yeah. But that's a maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Not sure. One more? Sure. What kind of music do cows like to dance to? Discow? How about Calypso?
1: Um, Calypso,
0: sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Calypso music. I, I was just going off the trend of the first one, so I yeah. It's all about the cows, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know we had a cow theme going on today, but we <laughs> do. So that's it's today fun. is cows. Mm. So, what's your next pick of song? <laughs> My next pick of songs is this fun song that I literally found today. But I really like it. It's really good. It's called Masquerade by Hejin and Jinsoul. And this was a part of the soundtrack for a K-drama called Tracer that I haven't seen. But you will. But it's like a cop crime drama, so I'll probably watch it because I really like those. It looks good. And I really like the song. The song's really, really good. So this is Masquerade by Hejin and Jinsoul. Masquerade by He Jin and Jin Sol. Oh, that was a good song. I like that. I know, that's fun. It's good. Very, very fun. I'll, I finished the K drama Only Just Married. The the Japanese one. I liked it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, and the Shooting Stars one. I finished, and I started one called Are You Human Too? Because of Vix. Because of a Vix song. <laughs> so there's a Vicks song called I guess it's Is It Love. Or there, there's, it has a couple other names, but I believe it's Under Is It Love? Mm-hmm. And that's featured in that K drama. Mm. And it came out in 2018 and it stars So Kang June and Kim Won Hae from Hotel Deluma and Signal. Ooh. So I'm, I'm liking that. It's like robot. Cool. It's like she, she makes a duplicate of her son. Weird gets her son, like, taken away, kind of, and then she makes a duplicate of her son, a robotic son. Because that's healthy. Yeah, of course. I mean, if you can't have the real thing, you might as well have a robot son. Mm. They never talk back. I am getting uh, Vix error flashbacks just a little bit. I don't know what year that song came out, but maybe. Was it? Know. Error came out in like, what, 2014? Okay, so in it, 2013, it's like maybe even like early. Maybe so. that video influenced this K-drama. Although not. Not sure. Although not. But I'm really enjoying it so far. Well, good. So, yeah. I guess I'm moving right along to the K-dramas and the Move J-dramas. <laughs> <binge>. <laughs> Move. After all our cow jokes. Cow. Well, I actually have. A bee joke now. Oh, okay. We're switching (laughs) it up. What is a bee's favorite song? I don't know. Stinging in the rain. (laughs) Sting, sting. See, there's a problem with that because bees can't fly in the rain. Well, they can sure sting in the rain, I bet. Yeah, but if they sting in the rain, they die. If they had an umbrella, they (laughs) would not get wet. Then they could sting in the rain. I mean, even though uh, they would die. they but, would die. Still, but they would have one last sting in the rain. Sounds like a tragic afternoon, man. You're making this joke <laughs> kind of sad. <laughs> <Here's>, <laughs> I just think of the bee movie where they can't they can't fly in the rain, and if you sting somebody, you die. Well, here's a joke about an inanimate object that has animation. Okay. So why didn't the bicycle go dancing? I don't know why. Because it was too tired. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say it had two left tires or something. (laughs) It was too tired. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think some people have made bikes dance, though. Like on one wheel, dancing, bouncing. I have seen that. You know, trick bike riders, Bleh. they can make a ba- bike dance. So, I guess it is doable. Unless your bike's too tight. <laughs> you got to have four tired. Or three. <laughs> Get a tricycle going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I'm going to pick my next song. Go if you don't mind. Do. I picked... A song by a gal that I just discovered uh, a couple weeks ago. And this song just came out. She is a composer, a pianist, a cellist. She is a yogini, <laughs> a yoga teacher, and a photographer. She's absolutely amazing. Um, she Her name is Jade Ashtangini. And her song that I picked is called Dance Like a Kitty, Mm. which if you dressed up like a cat mask and went to a masquerade, you could dance like a kitty. There you go. And I picked there, She has two versions of this song. And I picked the piano and cello version just because I'm that nerd that loves uh, orchestra and cello music. So I picked... Dance Like a Kitty by Jade Ashtangini. Dance Like a Kitty by Jade Ashtangini. And so I started following her. I really like some of her other songs. Um, she has one called Feel Loved, um, Being Joyful, and I really like this rainy day in Temple. And she likes to have kind of a Japanese kind of feel to her songs, and she's just wonderful. But I actually um, commented that I f- she's my you know recent find for an artist, and I really really enjoyed her music, and that I was going to feature this song on our podcast. And she ha- answered me back, <laughs> and she was like, "Yay!" And I was just like geeking, <laughs> fan so geeking. Cool. And she's like, there's two versions of this song. There's one that's just piano, and then there's the piano and cello. And I love the piano and cello. I love them both. They're both really good. But so thank you, Jade, for creating wonderful music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so she's in Texas. She lives resides in Texas. And yeah, she does all kinds of things. So she's really amazing. That's so so fun. Check her out. Jade Ashtangini. Yay! So, so, what is your favorite thing you like to do at parties? Eat, dance, <laughs> socialize, all the above. I think we all know the answer to that question: eat, eat. <laughs> and and socialize. I enjoy hanging out with people. I enjoy talking to people. Dancing's fun too. Then you get a little sweaty. And, uh, uh. But I've never like been out to go dancing necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the parties I've been to have been like small get togethers rather than like a party. And I kind of prefer those more because you just get to hang out with friends mm-hmm. and eat good food. Mm-hmm. You can usually find me by the music. Yes. I like to see what's going to be playing there. And Same. If I can pick, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hang out by yeah. the music and I'll pick. At the last party Bailey and I went to was the birthday party last year um, for Salem. And all of our Aquarius friends, because we have like 10 of them, they threw like a dress-up party. Nice. And Bailey and I sat by the speaker choosing songs for like an hour. <laughs> We just took turns picking songs to put on the playlist for the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we did. The entirety of the party. You want to hear, well, of course, you know the story. Mm. But I'll tell a story. I went to a party mm. long ago. Back in the olden days. Oh. I was invited to a party. <laughs> and it was a friend of mine and her husband through the party. Yep and they kept playing the same music over and over and over and it was lovely but it was all van halen and i'm like i just there's got to be something else in this collection that isn't van halen van halen is wonderful and great party music but after an hour of van halen i was just like there's got to be something else so i decided to go it was like a party that was in between two apartments and so I crossed over to the other apartment that had the ghetto blaster and started looking and there was this guy. So at this party, there was a neighbor who was one of those super obnoxious people that are always picking on people. And he would come over to my friend's house who, you know, we would like played board games and things. And he was the kind who just was always picking on you, like throw stuff at you just trying to be a jerk. So this guy is of course invited to the party cuz he's the neighbor mm-hmm. and he's always kind of there anyway. But I go over there to um look through the music and there was a chair next to the ghetto blaster and all the music. So I'm like, yeah, I'll sit right here. Well, lucky for me. Lucky for me, when I go to sit down in a chair, I'm the type of person who grabs the the seat part with their hand, But you know, between yeah. they're like, grab that seat to pull it closer. I go to grab it and it's not there. The chair is not there. This creeper guy pulled the chair out from behind me so I would fall on my butt, but I didn't. I went to grab the chair and it wasn't there. So I stood up. I didn't fall down. I stood mm-hmm. up and turned around and there he is. And he's like, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you done messed up. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you were supposed to fall on your butt. Well, I says, well, since you did that, I'm going to kick you in the head. That's what I said. I'm going to kick you in the head. And yeah, I was always working out and in excellent shape. And I decided, well, I won't. Break his nose. I'm just going to kick him and graze the side of his face with my shoe. Nice. Which is exactly what I did. So I did. And it just grazed right by his eye. And he was just like, I didn't think you would. And I told him, I says, next time you pull that crap with me, I'm going to break your nose with my foot. You've been warned. Well, Michaela's dad at the time just happened to be at the party. This was before we met. And he was the brother of the, the, the friend, friend of mine. And he saw that whole thing. He saw the guy pull the chair out. He saw me kick him in the face. <laughs> and he's just like, in his mind, he's like, I've got to know this girl. So she's cool. so flippin' cool that's what he kept saying you're so flippin' cool <laughs> he goes and that and then that's how we met and then we picked out a sweet uh, they hey. only had like sweet music the hey, sweet music sweet is good the band sweet yes <laughs> ballroom blitz is the song hey. we picked so, and side note for everybody out there, my mom is like five foot tall, so yeah. if she could kick someone in the face. That's pretty impressive. This guy was You're a tidy. lot taller than yeah. I was, so that's but, that's cool. You, yeah, dynamite comes in small packages. You know, the guy never ever messed with me again. That's right. That was it. I was so beyond over that dude. Yeah. He was just super obnoxious. <laughs> he had a bully mask. He had a bully complex he totally had a bully complex and wanted everybody out know, he thought if he was super obnoxious everybody would like him but it was just the That's opposite not how that works. Just so the opposite wow well, <laughs> so since we picked sweet the band my last song can i go ahead even though you, you haven't pictures go and ahead. then you could pick your okay. two. That, oh, i just have one but yeah that works i could wait would you rather me wait I just figured since it was the sweet band, my works too. So you go ahead, and then I'll pick mine. I picked the song "Sweet" by Cheeto that just came out uh, 48 hours ago. It's so good. Uh, It is so good. So he teased us with a little bit of the song, which it was one of those songs that you listen even a little bit of, and you know instantly that you're going to love this song. And that's the that's what this song is for me mm-hmm. so it is definitely my new number one favorite happy song so i picked sweet by cheeto let's go sweet by cheeto and the lyrics are beautiful so too good. I finally get to read some of the english oh, they're gorgeous they're gorgeous See, I love sweet, but I feel like your reaction to sweet was more my reaction to dream. Because Dream has more of that jazz vibe mm-hmm. that uh, speaks to my soul. Well, I gravitate towards really good singers anyway, <gasps> that soft. Cheetah's such a good singer. Yeah. I love oh he's it. fun to sing too. And in one of his one of his past Instagram lives, he said that he has Around 30 songs that he's releasing this year. Ooh, I'm hoping so for an awesome. album. I'm hoping for a physical album this time because Cheetos never released a physical album. Hint, hint. I will buy oh, it. I will, will I will put in the pre-order for that puppy ASAP. Ship it all the way from Korea. <laughs> I'm here for it. I will buy it. I will buy two. Yes. Because... Is so good. I love Cheeto's voice. I do too. Ah, he's such a sweet little bean. He is. <sighs> I was just thinking of, I was thinking of Hong Bin, from Vix. Mm. Just cause I saw, it seems like he's getting out, doing fun things and everything. He seems happy. He does. I saw him, he was signing, uh, his left, left-handed. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, uh, we would get along great being a left-handed <laughs> person. Because I'm sure it's happened to him, but my family, whenever we get together, any party or anything, they would always say, where's Kim? Whenever it came time to eat, we got to put Kim on the end so she doesn't elbow anybody while she eats. Because I was the only left-handed person in the entire family, I believe. I mean, none of my kids are... No. It is really rare. More rare for girls, too. Mm. So... I don't know. I'm an oddity. But I thought Hongbin and I could sit at this end of the table and we wouldn't elbow each other. It's magic. <laughs> but I'd love to ask him sometime. Was that your experience growing up? Was Did your family always single you out as that oddity, that left-handed person? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he seems happy and healthy. And that just makes my heart Oh, it makes me totally happy. Hope we see more of him. Yay! Yay. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I have my last pick. Okay. And I have my last joke after your last pick. Oh, okay. okay so okay. it just Since goes right together. Your story took place in the 80s. Am I correct? It's so correct. Yes. yes. 80s, Mid-80s. Van Halen, Sweet, mm-hmm. etc. <laughs> think Think 80s vibes. Yes. This song has such immaculate 80s vibes. I love it. And that is the thing that I find with this artist and their group in particular. I'm talking about Key, and I know I picked a Key song like two weeks ago, but, you know, I like Key. (laughs) But Key and Shiny have amazing 80s vibes. They just they got it. If you think 80s and you listen to them, it's it is what it is. It's fantastic. And this song came out like five days ago. Really? Yeah. That's fast. Yeah, it came out not that long ago. So Key did a second release repackage of Gasoline. Oh, nice. And added two songs. So this is one of the songs that he added to it. And I'm looking at my collection. I'm like, I got the original Gasoline. Do I need the repackage? Yes, you do. It's got two (sighs) new songs on it. Because the repackaged (laughs) version he did has like an 80s game vibe to it oh that'd be cool yeah like the big console games that you would see in arcades that's the vibe that it has i'm like "Ah, huh and from my experience of all of the albums that i have i think key has the coolest album that i have hands down and i love all of my albums i love them all but concept wise package wise Gasoline is the coolest one that I own. Also, um... Oh. Icon. Bobby's. Bobby's is cool. It has a lot of good stuff in it, but mm-hmm. for the most part, the outside of the package is just, you know, like a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's aesthetically he, different. He does have cool stuff so in his. So, his has probably the most extra stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But as far as from the packaging down to the tedious, tidiest little detail... Key is the coolest yeah. that I own. And I really want to get his first mini album, Bad Love, because that one looks like a little toy laser gun. And that, one's <laughs> that would super be cool really too. cool. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how deep my love of Key ends up going. But okay. this is Killer by Key. Okay, let's go. Killer by Key. Woo! And <laughs> she reminded me, I I was the one who sent her that video. And I was like, oh yeah, it is that song. And I'm like, this is a new song by Key. Because I remember his promotional posts for the repackage. And I was thinking, I'm like, oh, am I going to have to buy the repackage? Like, I already have gasoline. And now I'm looking at it. But it's got two new songs on And I might need the repackage. Yeah. It's got two new songs on it does have two <laughs> new songs on it, and it's Key, and I love Key. We were uh, watching Key and Taiman <laughs> uh, speaking English in the I car. Uh, I, it's oh, old. It's yeah. It, know, it's old. It's various clips uh, of V lives they've done, and it's Key so and Taman They're the cutest. It's just the <sighs> I like. I watch you. i I'm watch you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very oh. special place in my heart for Tamen. I have for a while. And then, of course, Ren being my friend and her ultimate bias is Tamen, Right. And then, you know, Tamen's good friends with Ravi, who's and my Jimin. ultimate bias. Right. It and then just there's Taemin. Yeah, they're all connected. It's connected. But since I met Ren, I started getting more into Shiny because I like Tamen. Mm-hmm. I like Tamen solo stuff, but I never really listened to Shiny before. Right. And now I'm getting into Shiny more. And I love Key. Key's my bias. He's just a little sassy bean, and I love him. He's so funny. He is funny. And all of his solo music has such fun concepts. I love it. I know I talked about this when I picked Villain two episodes ago, but his concepts, amazing. Fashion, immaculate. His album packages, the best. Uh, I got it bad for Chief Fan Geek. I'm, I'm Fan Geeking just a little bit. I really like Keith. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do it. Mm. So I was listening to Shiny today, and Don't Call Me is such a good album. It's, uh, yeah, I love that song. Don't Call Me is yeah. a, such a good song, I but like the whole it. album is like, Hmm. Apparently it's the two-year anniversary of Don't Call Me, oh. by the way. Congratulations. Yeah, Shiny. Any birthday. There's somebody... Mew had a birthday. I think did we mention it last time? Mew Mew I was in the hospital. Mew super sick. Please get better. Please, mm-hmm. please. My heart sank when I found that out. Oh Mew. I, I loved Mew the moment I the moment He's I adorable. discovered him. Please I love his I love his voice. I love his face. I love his person. <laughs> He's wonderful. Yes. He so please get better, Mew. And please, please, please take as much time as you need. He needs a break. And He's I really, really pray good. that he takes one. So, yeah. And we're always going to wait for you. Always. Fans will wait forever for you. That's true. So, take the time, get better. So, And happy birthday. Yes. Yay. we got Loon, DKB. I, I didn't, I don't know if we said Echan and, um. Uh, I know we said D1, but Echan's birthday is around D1's yeah. birthday. So, they have... Three February birthday oh snappy doodle so much going on
1: there oh I got
0: so my last on. joke so what is the longest line at a joker party I don't know the punch line <laughs> 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 I know who else's birthday it is coming up who's Chang, sub from oh, b to b Love that band. Because he shares a birthday with Jen, my sister. Oh, yeah. Changsub. Oh, I love Changsub. I do, too. Happy birthday to your sister, my firstborn, Jenny. That's coming up Peniel Sunday. should be having a birthday soon, too, because Peniel yes, is a Pisces. He is Piscis. He's Piscis. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, never forget that. called Piscis. That's <sighs> definitely how it's spelled. I'll never forget that. It will always... Piscus to Peniel Moments of listening to the Get Real podcast while I'm at work, walking through a King's Supers and just Peniel saying, I always thought it was piscus for the longest time. And I was just like, <laughs> you did what now? You yeah, know, that would so be me. One of my favorite things is watching Kingdom because it was just the four members of B2B. The Legendary Wars, not to be confused kind of the with the wars, zombie The K-drama. Idol show, correct. Okay. But the two Sagittarius members, Unguang and Minhyuk, are, like, sitting up front, and they're talking to everybody. They're having a good time, and they're, like, dancing, <laughs> being crazy. And then Peniel and Changsub, the two Pisces members, are sitting behind them, just, like, quiet <laughs> and awkward and reserved, being like, can we go home yet? And that shy little wave when the camera, like, zooms in on them, is like, oh, no! Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cute. One of my favorites. I almost want to re-watch Kingdom Legendary Wars just because <sighs> Stray Kids, AT's, B2B, Icon. Oh. I'm glad I watched it when I did because I did know uh, the bands where when she watched it, she just knew I only knew Stray, Stray Kids. Kids. She didn't know AT's. She mm-hmm. didn't know The Boys. She didn't know I, SF9. I didn't... got to know the other groups through kingdom legendary wars like I heard of ats before mm-hmm. um so I knew of ats but the other groups I had no idea my knowledge of k-pop was BTS and straight kids pretty much mm-hmm. so I didn't know the other groups and when um it was a sf9 covers Taman's move I didn't know yes. Taman. then I didn't know move then well, and then was it the boys that did? Uh, they did the XO? Yes, they did. Um, the wolf. Mm, no, oh, oh. Stray Kids, A T S and B 2 B. They did the dance for the wolf. Yeah. Um. They did. Um. The she got me going crazy one. Monster. Yeah, monster. <laughs> oh, That's right. that was painful. I pulled it out. You came out. She's good. (laughs) (laughs) Took me ready. We we got the young, young brain over here. (laughs) To compensate for the dying gray cells over here. (laughs) And see, the fun part, though, is that now that I'm more into K-pop, thinking back on Kingdom Legendary War and how B2B was on it, it'd be so cool if you got, like, shiny on there. Oh, or yes. Vix, some of the groups that debuted around the time B2B did. Like, right. how fun would that be? Like, yeah, you know, B2B didn't win, but it was so what cool kind of, of to see them on it. What were they kind of saying? You know, aren't you guys a little old? Everyone to kept telling be them they were too on old here, but they were so wonderful on the show. I I can't even imagine without them. I feel like B2B really added. A rounding of experience because you had, you know, AT, Stray Kids, and the Boys who were brand new groups. But But that nostalgic kind of uh, K pop. Groups that they grew up with. So you had like Icon and B2B. And to me, that was so cool. It had a very good rounded feeling to it. So Mm -hmm. you had groups that had, you know, 10 years experience and groups that had two. Mm-hmm. But they learned from each other and were able to like hang out with each other. And to me, that was the best part of Kingdom Legendary Wars, especially when they uh, mixed them up and yeah. had different like subgroups together. That was my favorite. But that was so cool to see the friendships blossoming too. Was just like yeah. <laughs> my heart. Friendship jungle and Soong Min. <gasps> and Ungwan and singing together is just, oh, brilliant. The the rap unit. With oh, Three Racha Min Hyuk, so and Hongjung yes. is still one of my favorite performances. Such a great performance. The, it's such a good song and how they just kind of came up with it. Check it out. <sighs> and it should still be on Vicky. It is still on Vicky. I might rewatch it just for funsies. You better before they yank it. Why not? Well, that wraps up another episode. Yeah, Next does. week, we are talking about the Roaring Twenties. We decided we're gonna like do little eras. I think that'd be fun. So we are picking the Roaring Twenties. Roar on! Going back in time. Woo! Wee! 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 (laughs) Back in time. Century ago. Very old. Yes. So we'll talk about that. That'll be fun. This is gonna be super fun. Yeah. So I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela, and this is the Kimmy Podcast. We love you. Take care. Bye bye. Keep singing. Bye.